You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 29 West Tolpahawken Street. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.net. We are um, we're in a season where our theme is talking about things Jesus never said. There are statements that get repeated so often they become religious to us. So we're talking about them and considering them and where they come from. And if they didn't come from Jesus, uh, and what, what Jesus actually said. So here's tonight's. Love the sinner, hate the sin. It sounds like it could come from the Bible, right? It actually comes from St. Augustine, a church leader and theologian who is first credited with this idea from a letter that he wrote around 424. He uses this Latin phrase that roughly translates, with love for mankind and hatred of sins. But it wasn't just Augustine. Later, Gandhi also was quoted um, saying a morphed version of this statement that's kind of closer to what we know. Hate the sin, not the sinner. But the full quote, which you can read in his 1929 autobiography, is actually saying that this is never really practiced because the poison of hatred spreads into the whole world. You can't really contain hatred, can you? And yet you may have been taught that you're supposed to hate sin. Learning to hate sin for some people is elemental to being a Christian. God hates sin. We're supposed to hate sin. There's, there's like a whole systematic theology about total depravity and God's wrath built on this interpretation. And there's a long history of Christians who hate sinners and, and put themselves in the position of God to judge one another with condemnation. So this phrase could be a corrective uh, to a history of hating the sinner, which is obviously not from Jesus to hate people. Uh, Maybe it helps us to separate people from their sins. Using this phrase gives us a way to love and hate at the same time. Usually we're working out some of both in our hearts. But I can see a couple problems with this. One is you can't separate humans from their actions. Our actions are connected to us. Our desires, our thoughts, our feelings, we are whole beings. So we can't separate our bodies from ourselves. We can't even separate ourselves from our sin. It's a very Greek idea to separate the mind and the body or the soul and the body. And the Greek philosophy that gave us this understanding also led people to act in terrible ways and still believe that their soul was saved because their body would just die off at some point. So in the same way that we can't separate others from their actions, we can't separate ourselves. We are whole beings. Our bodies and our beings are intimately one. So maybe this phrase about other people 
illuminates our desire to separate the two in ourselves. We want to be loved apart from what we do sometimes. We want to be separated from our mess-ups and our failings and our ways of acting that diminish life in us and for others around us. It's easy to hate the things that we find ourselves doing over and over again, even when we don't want to do them. I hate it when I'm being the worst version of myself again. I hate it when I keep believing and acting in ways that are harmful to me and to others. Um, and my longing to be loved has me wishing that people would just separate that stuff and love the essence of me without my sin. But our salvation does not come from separating from our bodies, our beings from our sin. It does not come from us hating our sin or anyone else's. It comes only through Christ who remakes us completely. We become a new thing in God. All that sin all, all that sin that is intimately a part of our being gets remade through the power of God's love in Christ. It's not hate that transforms us, but love. I'll say more about that in a minute. But the second problem I can see with this statement is um, that we, we think setting up... Uh, Excuse me, I th the, the other problem I see with this statement is that I think we're setting up a false dichotomy of us and them. Christians who are so concerned about judgment and purity that we have to tell ourselves to love the sinner but hate the sin are implying that we can judge others' sin with some kind of God-like perspective. I'm very concerned about sin, but I don't get to put myself in a position to hate when Jesus himself came to love. I, I am just as in need of that love as anyone else. Scripture tells us that God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's Romans 5.8. And all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came from Jesus Christ. That's Romans 3. There's a lot of alls in there. All have sinned. All are justified through Christ. I'm not in a separate category. If all have sinned and are freely justified by grace through Jesus, then how do we relate to sin? Paul says it like this. Can somebody read that for us? This is 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 16. The love of God changes the essence of who we are. And God doesn't hate our sins because God doesn't see us that way anymore. God regards us as new beings in Christ. When we baptized Scott and Ray in the Delaware yesterday morning, it was this glorious moment. 
that, that enacts this dying to self and being raised up in new life in Christ that Paul is talking about. But from now on, because of God's grace, we don't see each other as sinners anymore. We're living as a new creation, and our job is to live into that fullness and leave the old behind. That's only possible because Jesus took on the fullness of our sin. We don't carry the weight of the old self anymore. We don't bear the punishment for sin. We are no longer bound to it. We have been set free as a new creation. We are being recreated. What, what did Jesus say about this new life? When he encountered the woman at the well in John chapter 8, and, and no one else was able to condemn her, he said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. These teachings are probably the basis for Augustine's project about sin and continued to be throughout the history of the church. Um, other, other church leaders wanted to help people not sin. So going back to our catchphrase, love the sinner, hate the sin, the problem is that drawing people to hate sin is not a way to get people to not sin. It's not the way of transformation. It's based in judgment and condemnation. And Jesus is clear about warning us not to judge. In Matthew 7, 1 through 5, can someone read that for us? Thanks, Robbie. That doesn't mean we can't say when we've been wronged or when someone else is causing harm. Jesus means that we shouldn't condemn each other. Of course, the sin condition of the world still affects us all. But we're not taking God's seat as though we're positioned to see the wrongs in everyone else. That would be missing the log in our own eye. We must address the log of condemnation in ourselves before we can help others with their specs. Jesus is creating this environment of mutual accountability where we're moving each other and ourselves into the fullness of Christ. When we remove the log of condemnation, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, going back to 2 Corinthians. But we see each other as ones who can, by the grace of Jesus, live into a new self. So what does your new sinless life look like? It means not considering others from a worldly point of view. And this shift happens best in the church community, that we can live into our fullness together. I want you to see the 11 faces of the people who made a covenant with Circle of Hope yesterday. They each told their story of why God is moving them to do this with us, to commit themselves to realizing the self-giving love of Christ by working it out in community. This kind of love is what we're working towards. It's not about hating sin. It's about the power of Christ's love to transform us, to make and restore us, like the team just led us through to 
practicing. We will not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Which gets me to my final thought about this. Um, Love the sin, hate the sinner is just not a good saying. God doesn't hate. God loves and reveals himself fully in Jesus. And God's love transformed us so God no longer regards us from a worldly point of view. God sees us from a new point of view. The old is past, the new is here. Let's keep bringing about our fullness in love and not in judgment. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at circleofhope.net.